What's up, guys? Welcome. Episode four. Brett Favre episode. Dick picking. Dick Dick pick sending. Brett Favre. Today is July 20th. It's a Tuesday, and I'm extremely unprepared. Tuesday. Uh, I just got back. First time seeing you guys in a very long time. Just got back from vacation. Uh, didn't have my phone on me. I'm really, really behind on the times. Uh, haven't seen you guys in a while. Missed you guys. Did you guys miss me? Mm, yeah. I love you. Oh, what? Nick. Oh, he made I eye contact. <laughs> he looked me in my soul and said, I love you. I love you too, man. Did I you feel it. that? Did you feel that? Like go I inside did. and down and through? I did. I felt that. Um, yeah. So I went to uh, Eli today and I was like, yeah, Eli, I usually put the outline together, blah, 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 blah. Um, the only, uh, thought for next episode I had and I showed him, it was just jackass trailer. That was, that's <laughs> all I got guys. I was, I've been away. All right. It's been a, it's been a rough time back. Uh, the boys, well, me and Jared and, uh, Ralph were back in the office today. How was that but Jared? Wait, first day back since when? Since over a year. Yeah. Um, since March of, um, 2020. 20th. Yeah. My birthday. Oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, congrats on going back. No, where our shutdown was on my birthday. It was great. Yeah, I know the- I um, you got fucked up. Oh, fuck. See, I'm so out of it, guys. We have a beautiful, delicious, ice-cold beer here, and I totally forgot to talk about it. I'm so off my game right now. Let me take a couple sips. It's a good one, yo. Brew Daddy's. Great spot in Allentown. Yeah, so our guy, Jared, stopped at Brew Daddy's Brewing Company down in Allentown, where we work. And he picked up, it is called Summer Dreams. Uh, you you guys will see a picture of that uh, up later. But it is a New England IPA. Really, really cool can. So this is good beer. The can, like they it. went all out for the can. Yo, yeah. everybody pick one thing that sticks out to them on the can. Oh, I like this. Frank, you go first. What do you see? Uh, this guy has fucking ray guns from uh, Call of Duty <laughs> in his <laughs> hands. Nick? Um, I'm, I'm going to go with like the Sandcastle. Why is he there? Jared? What are you uh, seeing? The guy has like a flagpole on the back of his jet ski to the right there. Yeah, dude. I like the uh, the, the feet like straddling the beer can. Like the guy is drinking it. Yeah, <laughs> There's that. so much oh, going on shit. in this game. Yeah, exactly. There's so much. It's like he took the picture. Like, exactly. guy, Yeah, that's cool. And then I love the Rasta guy in the back just on a fucking tube. That's cool. Um, really good beer though, Brew Daddy's coming in. Wow, I didn't even, I didn't even see him. Dude. It's called Summer <laughs> it's Dreams. Yeah, Summer Dreams. Uh, what sounds, is he at the sounds end? Sounds like a weed strain. I I like this a lot. Yeah, it does. Um, let's go to ratings real quick, and then uh, we'll go back to office talk. But uh, Nick, you want to uh, give us it? So New England's and Hazy's absolute fra- fa- favorite. Favorite. Oh geez, we're all um, off our game. I know it's been a while. <laughs> it's dude. been a while. Vacation. We thought, uh, I know. Um. Eight point four. Oh, I like that. I like this, this. is a really good. I think this is the best beer I've had so far on these. I like this a lot, Eli. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's almost like an IPA that you can give somebody who doesn't like IPAs to make them try to like IPAs. It's like a converter. It's, you know what I mean? Smooth. Good. Yeah. Uh, I would give it. I feel like I Nick. Yeah, I go like an eight, like an eight flat. Okay, Jared. Let me ask you guys a question real quick before I come with my rating. Would you not say that this has a similar taste to the Hopsolutely that we enjoy from Fegley's? It's close, but not as yeah, not as harsh, though, Correct. I feel like, at the I, end. I'm giving it a nine because I really love hoppy beers, um, as you guys know. So, like, this this is there, 
And I, I totally agree with what Eli says. Like if, if you were trying to get somebody on the IPAs, like I would give them this because it doesn't have like that dry finish that a really, really hoppy beer has. Like it's still like refreshing and quenches your thirst like a, like a lager or a Pilsner would. Yeah. Um, I, no, I agree. Um, I think I'm going to go seven, two. I believe that's the highest rating I, I gave to a beer so far. Ralph crunch the numbers for me. Thanks guy. Uh, I believe that's the highest rating. I'm going to go seven, two. Um, yeah. So we'll move on from that. Going back to the office, me and, uh, Jared and Ralph were back in the office today and, um, it was, uh, it was, it was a day. It was a day. Oh. Was a day. What was your favorite part about oh going my. back to the office for the first time in over a year and a half? Oh my god. I the the absolute favorite part of my day was taking the biggest shit <laughs> I've ever taken in my life. <laughs> it was it's like my body just knew. It was like weird. Like my body just knew I was in the office setting. I must have been in there for like an hour. What just time like, was this poop? Just so it was eleven to twelve. Remember you texted me? Oh, you're like, no way you. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> while we were waiting for you to go yeah. to lunch, Ralph and I are like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> he literally goes, "Yo, we're gonna go meet up with Frank." I'm like, "Dope." And then like fifteen minutes goes by. I'm like, "Are we meeting?" Dude, He's I like, was. I don't know. I was just soaking it in. I was like, it was like, um, it was like, uh, what's something? And it was like, oh. It was like a fucking. Uh, it was like a. It was like the glow was on me. The church choir was behind you me. Yeah, the halo above your yeah, head. Yeah, the halo was above me. Fucking Jesus Christ Himself was looking down on me, just get, blessing my shit. It was great. <laughs> While Frank's taking lunch dumps, me and Jared are out here having combos, <laughs> yeah, waiting for him to come down. Yeah, it was priceless. I, uh, so I go to. The, I like to go to the gym in the morning before I go to work because it's like you know I can get my demons out before I have to see people I don't you know particularly enjoy conversation with. So it's like, oh, I'm too tired for this. And I go into the locker room to go get a shower. And, like, the urge to shit starts. You know, like, the pre-workout is, like, it's it's run its course. And you just feel the stomach fizzling, dude. You're like, oh. But, it, but I fucking held it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I waited until I got to that office to take my poop, dude. And it was nice. What was, uh, what was your guys' favorite parts about being in the office today? I showed up mad early because I had nothing like, <laughs> so I didn't have a desk. I didn't have a parking spot. So I showed up insanely early, got the desk, but with no additional monitor, no additional docking station. So the entire, no headset that worked or connected to my phone. So I was doing everything uh, to the work phone. So I was doing everything from my cell phone and my laptop. And I was like trying to submit like five different deals. Anybody that's ever submitted any sort of deal on a laptop screen without an additional monitor oh, knows dude. how suicidal that can be. Two oh screens is absolutely necessary. That sounds oh. awful. Especially in a sales position. Like if you don't have two screens, you're like, you're better off punching yourself dude, in the mouth. Get a notebook. Yeah. That's what I did. You don't have, you know, you don't have your monitors right because you need to write it down because you're flipping. You know that's, what I mean? I need yeah. to know this. I need to know that. That sounds awful. Dude, I bad. can, I, I needed the screens. I mean, when we first came home, you know, from COVID, I just had the laptop and it was the worst. Like, I don't know how anyone does anything now without multiple screens. Yeah. I'm looking over, man, <laughs> today. This guy's on the phone like, yeah, <laughs> yo, we can get this moving along. I just need uh, a year to date and, uh, you know, I'll call you back when we're ready to take the next steps on his cell phone. Like, you talking to me? My man, yo, my man's... <laughs> 
owner collateral ligament is begging Christ for some mercy. It's like, my God, dude, I, dude. I had to raise the desk. I was sitting down for a majority of the day in the final two hours. I raised the desk up and I was just on my phone, just oh, like no. trying to close. Wow. Dude, it was so brutal. You don't have AirPods? I, in my car, I left. Dude, oh. dude, when I mean to tell you my desk is like barren, dude, there's nothing there. I walk up, they're like, yeah, you could just use your phone still. I'm like, oh, so I just picked up my office at home and brought it here. Like there was oh, no additional, oh. oh dude, it was brutal. But hey, we got shit done, dude. Oh, that's rough. Um, being back in the office though, I see uh, two out of the three guys here, golf polos only, baby. <laughs> dude, that's it. Dude, I'm so done wearing button downs and shit. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear all my golf polos I have until I have to like do laundry and then just like repeat. But what's business casual? Right, like it's this right here. Right, but I'm is, in a black Under Armour Under Armour golf polo right I'll now. I'll tell you what. Watch, watch some particular leaders on the floor, and just take notes just on what it. they oh. wear to work, and no. then just be like, "Yup." The craziest thing I seen today: some guy walked in with shorts. That's insane. Love I that. was like, "What, bro? I'm gonna wear golf shorts. I'm gonna yo on days where I'm golfing after work. <laughs> what yo? It's Fucking 93 outside <laughs> with like an 80% heat index. Like, I'm walking in a wet cloud of moist air. <laughs> moist. If I want to wear a nice, go- yeah, bro, come on, look at this. Shant up, shant up with the polo and like I'm a saying. nice, like, Under Armour golf shorts tucked in, belt. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I do. And like, boat shoes, that. come on. Nothing wrong with that. You at know all. what, though? I did have the most productive day I've ever, like, I've had in a while today. Yeah, same. It's just something about the office with the guys. Fucking bumping elbows, shooting the shit, you know, bullshitting. Oh, okay. No, seriously, though. I had the pleasure of watching Jared not only salvage a deal that I believe went south from what I was picking up. He not only salvaged it, ran possibly like one of the best demos I've ever heard and been a part of. And he absolutely murdered it. Like full blown, like on the spot was like, yeah, I'll show you a demo. Went through the whole process, got somebody else on his team to run an additional part and then got the client to be like, yeah, we're going to run. And he was like, dude, he hung up the phone. was like, I'm done. We're good to go. Yeah. That was was the nice thing about being back though. was like, and Frank, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. Like the, the cool part about being back is like when it encourages me to want to do more because like when when I need people right away and they're there like yo, I can I'm just go saying, poke them dude yo we were getting shit done dude That's it was saying. nice it's but, so much easier just to like fucking zone in for like an hour do do a bunch of work and then just like go shoot the shit and talk sports with like your buddy yeah and then zone back in after that you that, know what I mean That's my biggest problem though is like how do you guys feel about this Nick and Eli because you all both work in office settings. I'm I like to talk to people dude like I'm a talker and it doesn't matter who you are like new people love to go talk to you and meet you like help people out whatever so I am more distracted because I'm just like up and like when I'm not on a call dude I'm I'm talking to people whereas where I'm home like yeah maybe I got some like TV going or something but I'm I'm like constantly engaging my clients whereas like when I'm in the office if I'm not on the phone I'm probably talking to someone Yeah you're 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 all over the place, but <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very particular about my environment with things. So if I need to sit down and actually do something, I'm shutting out everyone. Like I'm not even looking you in the eye. I'm not responding to you when you come talk to me. Like I'm on a mission and I'm doing that. But the second I'm like, fuck this, I'm out. Like this is way too much. I'll just turn around on BS for 30, 45 minutes and then turn around and go back. 
So it's just a nice break. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it kind of breaks up the flow and you're not just sitting staring at a screen for eight hours straight, which working from home, home, that's all you do. My environment's simple. If there's a guitar there, I can't get any work done. And there's no guitar in the office and there's one in my room. So if I'm working from home, it's tough. It's a it's an uphill battle, uphill in the snow, both ways to school, grandparent story. Well, like if I'm in the office, I can I can separate, and I, I prefer that. So I like it. No, I feel, no I feel, guitars. Yeah, there. I feel like I had that ability for a while because I was doing well, and then it's like when you just start dealing with bullshit. You you know what I mean? Like I used to use my guitar as a reward. Yeah, work for an hour. Yeah, I'm like a little fifteen minute guitar break. Maybe try to learn a new little song or something. But then it just turns into, you know, I just want to play my guitar all day. And like, <laughs> you know what I forgot so. about the office is in Eli, I, I think you have some to say about this, but email tough guys. Oh my God. Did I forget those existed? Okay. Okay. When I, when I, I don't know if this like phenomenon has the same effect on you guys that it has on me. But when somebody is like giving me just like this blastful level amount of attitude in an email for no reason, like, and when I say like an email tough guy, like, this is this is what I envision. I envision a human just sitting at their office, right? They're waiting for someone to mess up ever so slightly in another company, so they can just absolutely cut that person down to nothing, and then like never talk to them again because it's like a third party contact. So like. I have come in contact with these people more lately than I ever have in my life. Uh, internet Karen, if you will. I don't do the Comcast Karen. Like, I don't know what you want to call these humans, but they're different. They're real different, and they're real aggressive, and they're a threat. So what, <laughs> so what, what happened? Dude, I just, like, I just people tell me I don't know how to do my job, but then they're, they're like, states away, and I'm like, yo— all right, like, my bad. Like, I missed an email you sent me and asked you to resend it. Like, I didn't realize that, like, your pointer finger knuckle is, like, damaged to the point that you have to salvage every click that you have left. Like, I don't know what it is that makes you so mad about me missing something, but it's just, man, it's just you sit behind a desktop and you wait for somebody to make a mistake to cut their head off. Like, you're some savage warrior. And they always have their picture in their signature. That's it. Yes, yeah, that's a picture in the sacks, dude. Yo, oh my god, Bro, you have no drop. idea. You're so right. Yo, the picture in the signature is like spot Spe on. Yo, speaking of, there was this oh person I was working with that had like the sassiest picture I've ever seen, like hips on hands, this and that, and starts giving me like telling me how it does. Turns out I have like ninety percent more tenure time than she does, and I was like. You, so, point being, don't be Eli, that guy. Yeah, when you see what Eli <laughs> says, like if you see that, yo, just disengage. If you see that picture, like we all know what it looks like. And here, look. If you've ever made a mistake and you have an email tough guy on your back, call Jareed Farukosa and Jareed Farukosa <laughs> Law, <laughs> and they will take care of them. Better for call you. Saul, baby. Better call Saul. <laughs> my my thing is is just like I don't care like what position I'm in or if I was right or if I was wrong, like, like you said, just don't be that guy. Just like, be a I, decent just, human. I just kill everyone with kindness. Like even if they fucked up or like whatever the situation is, like it doesn't, 
take anything out of your day just to be like nice to them. Like yeah. you being mean or like someone being like that isn't going to fix anything. Like oh, it's my third day I just out can't. here. <laughs> it's my it's first. my third day out here. Yeah. And you telling me that I don't deserve to eat because I messed up an insurance email. Come on. We live in the first world. Like people really be bugging out when you live in the first world. And it's like <laughs> big time. Like have have like some comparison or perspective in your life. That you have realization that you're just being a total dick. Guys, okay, I we need to move away from a little office talk because there's something big coming up that we all fuck with. And it's coming soon. You guys know what I'm talking about. Music Fest, baby. Music Fest, baby. Live music, drinking beers outside. Guitar in guy. Fu- in your mugs. Guitar guy right here. <laughs> Smiling Yo. so hard, dude. Jeez. Look at him, dude. For He's real. so Jeez. happy. And and that you guys live where you live, it's perfect. Right on Main Street, baby. Dude, we're, we're, yeah, we're coming to pregame, going up to Music Fest. We're going to have a great time. I, yo, Elliot, how do you feel about this? Let's just take our guitar cases and just walk up the street and just play music on the yeah. side of the road and see how many dollars I'm we can sure get for beer. I'm sure that's what people do. Yes. For real, dude. We'll at least get enough for a six-pack. I'm so, uh, you know what? Free if, beer. If I didn't know you guys and I walked by, I'd throw a dollar. Yeah. In. Thanks, Frank. Just <laughs> I a, like that. Just a dollar, dude? Yeah, just a dollar. You if I didn't cheap? know him. If Get I didn't Josh know him. to come, we'll have a three-man band. Yo, bro, Josh and I rip. Josh Spinola, shout out him, bro. Real OG. He's a great guitar player. So good. I great like when voice. He comes over. Yeah, and dude. just like a great guy when he puts the guitar down. That's that's the kicker. It's like, yo, I feel like Squidward, Patrick, and Sandy Teach when SpongeBob gets used napkin penny and what chip chip. chip yeah when josh comes over like eli and i jam together a lot and usually like i'll play rhythm and he'll lead and like solo and then josh comes over and i'm just i'm no one anymore in yeah, the jam no. session you're at the bottom of the totem pole it's just like damn. it's gonna be sick shout out bethlehem for throwing Facts. such a great fucking <sighs> like beautiful just event i know i know people that like travel far to come to music fest it, like it is it's the fun man biggest free music festival in the country apparently and we live and record in separate locations on that street oh that's cool <laughs> oh oh that's pretty sweet man do anything for the clout mm. yeah that's and when so when does that start I don't, it like starts uh like the end of the first week of august yeah that's what i thought that's what i thought yeah. not fully sure of the day but right there you guys got any tickets to see anybody yet no, and some shows yet. are sold out. Already, those, so. those street, the street shows. I'll say it right now: the street shows are better than all the big guys. Like yeah. I was gonna say, they're just like you go there and you're just vibing. You know, Dude, it's the best. I'm, like it is like quite literally my dream, and I love it because like I have like a week, week and a half out of the year every year now because it's been a couple that I've lived out here that like I can just walk outside. And there's just music and like everything I love is just right at my grasp. Like the music, the beer, the food. It's, like yeah, it's the best. You know, you drink some beers. You're smart, if you've never small. been there, you have yeah. to go. Yeah. You have to. You're just, yeah, I remember, vi- you're just vibing outside. I moved back and it was like literally the one, like the first day I was home. I I didn't. I was like, I'm going over to hang out with Elliot. We went down right by Mama Nina's right there. They had the stage. Remember we talked to that band? Do we hung out and watched them? Elliot and I were just sitting there for probably like four hours, just. Blasting mugs, and we walk back to the apartment. Phil, we just go. We went like straight booze. That was right before that you live there. Yeah, dude, we made friends with those guys. They were good. I don't remember the name of the band, sadly, but he's right. Like you go down the street, you watch those like those cool mom pa bands where it's like just a bunch of buddies hanging <laughs> out. <laughs> going, <laughs> talk, yeah, dude. There's one, yeah, one good one from Country Music Festival that I want to give some clout to because I remember them and I follow them on Facebook. 
Southbound 49. I went and saw them at the Bowery, which is the band where Alabama used to play when they were kids. Plot twist, early artists of the week? Possibly. I think we should run with it. Go for it. I don't know if they have any original music, but they like they're a couple they just go and play gigs, dude. Like they're just a group of guys. They're just great. Their sound is awesome. My cousin goes in there and uh dude, we're in the pisser. He just slaps the bass player in the ass with a twenty and he's like, Yeah, play some cruise for me by Florida Georgia this, Line. For, this one's for you, big guy. Yeah, yo, it was on a break, <laughs> they come back out. They're like, We have no idea how to play this song, but it is a good one. So we're gonna try our and best. We just this got, is for Adam. Thanks for slapping paid, us. Yeah, yeah, we just got paid twenty dollars. Yeah, for this thanks song. for slapping us a twenty at the o- pisser. Only thing I care about though is the music fest mug. Cheap drinks, every bar. Dude, I was gonna mi- say you buy that drinks, mug, beers, yeah. You're just chilling with the mug it's like everywhere. Four, four bucks for what? Thirty-two ounces of beer? Yeah, dude. Anywhere or, you go, or mixed drinks. You can get mixed drinks in those mugs that's too. That's sick. That's that's. I even, cards this year too. I didn't even no know more tickets. G and T's, dude. Yeah, we're doing credit Eli, cards yeah. too. Dude, that food is so good too. When Eli sent when Eli sent that to me, um, I was pretty hyped because it makes no sense buying fucking like. I don't know, like fifty tickets, and then you know you have ten tickets left, and you're leaving. You're just like, what the fuck? If like, I if I want a crab cake sandwich, I just want to walk up and buy it. I don't want to buy tickets. Oh, crab crab the, cake. There's like this you look like a crab cake guy. I love does. crab cakes, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah. There's this one crab cake stand though. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. There's this one stand that has like crab cakes and all all different type of you fucking crab. Yeah, you want to, motherfucker? <laughs> do you want to? You want to make a survey, monkey? Because here's the thing about uh, after you said this, uh, my brain did a thing, and I think no offense, Nick, but every pale person I know loves crab cakes. Damn, and that's I now so want to do a survey, monkey, and send it to only pale people and see if they like Are crab you cakes. Assuming that I'm pale. No, I'm looking at you, and I'm looking at everyone else in this room, and I and you are about as white as Ralph's walls. <laughs> yeah, we're wow, that's pretty white. Um, well, we're definitely going to be better. Use SPF, yeah, like fifty, bro. No, more than that, hundred. I think um, we're definitely going to be all up inside Music Fest. We can't wait for that. Um, come drink a beer with us, bro. Yeah, like, we'll yeah, be around. yeah. Come drink a beer with the boys. You want to have a beer? Come have a beer with us at Music Fest. We'll be there, what, every day pretty probably. much probably. Um, be crawling the work. Um, boys, what, uh, what's this uh, Nick thing? Nick's Night I keep hearing about? I mean, I know it was away, and you guys won't tell me because you guys wanted to say it on here. Like, what the fuck is that? Tell me about it. I, I had a complete revelation, dude. Oh, an epiphany Yeah, like, like, like a life-changing experience. We had toads in the house. <laughs> to- <laughs> I was so stressed out, dude. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Keep going. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> Saturday night, fight night, right? UFC, different topic. Eli's dad and, and, and girlfriend come over, right? And we're all sitting on the couch. I stand up. I'm like, I need a water, right? Had a couple beers. I mean, no big deal. Walk out to the kitchen, dude. Get the last bottle of water that I have. Open it up. I go to put it on the kitchen counter, right? Miss the counter. Drop the water bottle all over the floor, okay? So I bend over to pick it up really fast. <laughs> this is how I know I'm getting old because I, I got super dizzy when, okay. I, when I did it. And I stood up, dude, and I stood up too fast, slipped in the water, smacked my head against the tile floor, was unconscious for like two to three minutes. Had to have EMTs come in, bro, <laughs> and an ambulance because uh, the doctor later told me that my heart rate was in cardiac level. <laughs> oh my God, are you good? 
Are you okay right now? <laughs> so, so I was in the hospital until like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, on fight night, I've missed every single Conor McGregor fight within like his past four appearances. Yeah, because- it, dude. <laughs> all right, so I'm I'm jumping in here, right? Because I had what? a long weekend because of this. So, and this was Saturday. Dude, there was so, a cop in our house. Dude, so I'm so we're all hanging out. Everything that he says just happened. This man comes up to me early in the day. He goes, "I'm setting an alarm." And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I'm setting an alarm. I'm not missing McGregor again. <laughs> and he knocks himself out. Bro, solo, solo mission. I'm crying. Solo mission. Dude, my record was better than McGregor that night. So I, went, I went one for one. Nick I and Connor. One one. I knocked my own. I beat myself up, dude. I fucked myself up so bad that heart rate was in cardiac Jared thought level. he was dead. Literally, unconscious. Oh, I, did. I was scared. Unconscious. I dude. was legitimately afraid. I, I, <laughs> we're gonna ruin your vacation with like bro. bad news, bro. With next day to day. Yeah. So, like, yo, Frank, Nick might die. Hope vacation's going well. <laughs> bro, so, my little darling I, when, Nick, I feel so bad. When, when, it, when I came back the next day, I was like, "Don't tell Frank." I just want to hold I was you. Like, I was like, "Bro, don't tell Frank. He's got to know." <laughs> I need live. So, anyways, bro. So I'm cutting in here. So, from our standpoint, Jared and I are just watching the fight like it's a normal day. Oh my god! We go around the corner. My dad goes, "I see a foot." He was like, "I don't know, like Nick's sense of humor," and he goes, "I literally see a foot like hanging out of the side of the kitchen." And we go around the corner, and we both he's just out, like out cold, dude. And we, yo, yo so we I pop, we wake him up, like- and he points both hands at Jared and goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yo, I was like, what the fuck? Yo, I swear to God. <laughs> yo, God here's the thing. So yo, Frank, so when I had to bartend in Myrtle Beach, I had to get first day CPR certified. I have done three. And I used to be a Boy Scout. I made it all the way to first class, which is like three three ranks before Eagle. <laughs> I don't Eagle. know what that means, bro. <laughs> Basically, I'm equipped to save somebody's life. You know, Ralph done. is in the military. He knows how it goes. You know what I mean? You learn like the basics. The the Basically, the key is if you don't know what to do, call the fucking ambulance. Bro, I, I walk in, right? Like, yo, I see a foot. I thought they were meaning like he was standing. Cause he he like I heard the noise and I was like oh Nick you fucking up dropping shit all over the fucking floor you fucking idiot and then I look at Uncle Joe and and Penny's face and they're like serious and then I I was like all right let me go see this I look at him and they're like yo they the, his face was so pale like. And I know we were just talking about how pale Nick is I'm, I'm talking like I'm in Crayola crayon <laughs> white. The cop looked at us and went, is he normally this pale? Yo, and we went, kind of. Frank, I didn't even see a light in his eyes. Yo, I said Nick three times. Nick, Nick, Nick. Yo, the eyes didn't move, right? Like, you think, yo, the eyes didn't move. Straight up looking at the ceiling, just nothing. Oh, my God. And then you guys said, out of nowhere, what's up? Just... (laughs) He double, he double finger gunned us. <laughs> did, wait, I, did I? Re- I, don't even, I don't even remember that. I mean, finger guns. He double finger okay. gunned us. Anyways, I got a severe concussion. I'm like just finally coming out of it right now. This is like his first beer in a couple My days. My guy's dude. concussed. Yeah, dude. So I, I've sat in a dark room for five days straight doing nothing all day, sitting on the couch. My back is so goddamn sore from my poor posture. But... 
Um, I'm glad you're okay, man. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, dude. Uh, During that life-changing experience, you know, um, I realized that I was really stressed out and and work was taking over my life and I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. So now you're going to go to work 10-hour days. So I quit quit my job. You quit? (laughs) I bleep that out. I I quit my job. What? I quit my job. Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. I was like, I, I was like, I could have hit my head just, the, I, I could have just gone just the right way. I could have been paralyzed. I could have been whatever. Like I have to go to a special t- specialist neurologist tomorrow to get thorough scans done. So they know that I'm not banged up. Yo, I, I, should, I feel not, like I'm, I'm fine. Yo, I'm yo, fine. Yo, seriously right? though, but, like, the reason why I had them <clears> call the hospital, Frank, was I legitimately thought that he hemorrhaged a blood vessel in his brain. It was bad. It was bad. Dude, but, c- like, come here, man. I just, like, come here. Yeah, kiss me on the cheek. <laughs> I'm glad you're oh my, you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I quit my fucking job because I was like, dude, I'm so goddamn stressed out. Like I could have had a life changing moment right there because I can't hold a goddamn water bottle correctly. (laughs) Right. And I was like, I'm miserable and I work way too much for too little money. So I quit my fucking job. Tell them if they need someone, I'm still available. (laughs) Call like literally. I quit on Friday at 2 p.m. Monday morning at nine o'clock in the morning. They were asking for how I would come back. I was just like, no, dude, like, fuck this. I'm, I had a rough, rough couple months. Well, and that was the, that was the, what was it? Last the straw that knocked your the, ass out. Yeah, the, the straw, the, whatever, that camel, back, whatever. Um, Here, how about this? So it, was, it was fun. You and Connor share a story for a lifetime. Both knocked the fuck out by a floor. He broke his ankle. <laughs> Well, Nick, Nick, I'm glad you're okay. So, I'm glad you're so, okay, man. So I, I want th- thanks, bro. I I didn't want to tell you. I that's you know, crazy. I, I, dude. Didn't, I didn't really want to tell I'm you. I'm shocked. So I want a natural reaction. I'm shocked. I came back the next morning, and he was like, "How are you feeling?" I was like, "Just don't tell Frank, bro. This is a podcast moment." <laughs> yeah, actually, I'd like to tell you guys. <laughs> this something. guy was about to die, and you're like, "Don't tell Frank." Since we're going on genuine moment. stuff, how about this? The day that Nick fucking busted his nugget was um the day the last day that i saw one of my friends before he died and i was like holy fucking shit like this month is like my (laughs) demons come and haunt me because nick like when i saw you i really thought you were dead like my first it was was frankie i shit you not like the first time i looked at him like for the first second i thought he was done so the fact that you're here and you're slamming beers with yeah. us, dude, like, I'm, I'm it, definitely my pretty, soul is relieved. I'm definitely I, pretty happy for that. I went eight days without a beer. Yeah, but <laughs> it, <laughs> when you competed with the biggest knockout of the night and possibly won. Um, <laughs> Good transition, so, dude. That was great. Let's let's move on. Yeah, fuck Nick's health. <laughs> so, <laughs> biggest story of the night was my guy, Eli. <laughs> yeah, so Greg, Go ahead, Eli. Greg Hardy. Everybody loved to watch him get knocked out on like Nick because I had to take a personal responsibility for that. But I did not make any money on Nick, even though I created a fake betting ticket on the TKO because I also want to bet for TKO that night. And I will be sharing that on our Lunch Beers podcast. But Instagram on top of that, everything, bro, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be like the U2 album. We're gonna it's automatically, on your ass. automatically uploaded to your phone without your consent. Yeah, yeah, we should be able to tat something on your ass for saving your life. 
So on top of that, <laughs> and uh, what do we think about that, guys? What what is it? Elliot Elliot's I don't Elliot's have, card, I, dude. I, I don't have a single tattoo on my body, so my my first just, is no, very no, no, no. I got dude. it, dude. What's your address at Bethlehem? Just tweet that or just put that on there. Don't obviously don't say it now, but just put that on your How ass because you died there. How about coordinates? No. See, that's a little cooler. No, here's what we're gonna do. It's we're gonna little, put little... we're gonna put Elliot's like flawless fight card on your bat on your butt. Because my man's really fucking went crazy. The only the only thing that he didn't get right was that you got knocked out by the floor. I was floor. gonna say I'm I'm actually pretty tight that I was kind of MIA because Eli fucking yo you went nuts. This Saturday. He went yeah I was sitting next to him. We watched the fights together. I feel Eli, like you everything you guys everything you guys tweeted out it hit. Dude, he was yeah I'm it was he's the, this man was a walking ATM for a day. Like t- let, break it down, break it down, buddy. Uh. Yeah, so five and one on the fight card, three of the five wins, parlays. Uh, we had Morizov with the easy money line. I mean, Amanda Limo, she's a cash every single time. You group them together, you're going to get plus odds, and you're making money every day of the week. You got Gamrot. He's uh, he's a stud. Take him. I don't. I took a minus 250. Like I was comfortable making like a couple bucks on like $10, $20. That was just easy money. But the big guy... Everybody that wants to talk about Makashev. Makashev parlays. I snagged him and Misha Tate. I took money line on both on one, and then I took money line and Makashev by submission because he's Yabib's guy. You know Yabib Namagomedov. He's winning all his fights by submission. So you know Makashev's going to be... T- he's he's following Yabib's path. Like, you know, Yabib's a trailblazer. He's taking that style to UFC. So, I mean, you throw all of those together, you're just winning. The only bet that I lost that night was Khalid Taha by KO just by the the small fact that I thought Morizah could get knocked out. Morizah could get knocked out. But the biggest fight and the fight I was most excited about, and Jared can confirm this, is Billy Quarantillo, Buffalo product. Bro, Billy tough. Q. First off, I'm going to say one you of my— big on him. Bro, Yo, I was hyping you up at work today, too. I was like, squid, my boy Eli was on this. The squid Billy Quarantillo. My dog, David Romano, fights with him out of Gracie, Tampa, down south, out in Florida. They're some of the best fighters you're going to find. You have Steamroller for Vola. He fights out of the same gym. And, they're <laughs> bro, they're tanks. They're monsters. The Romano brothers, there's two of them, and they both love to win by making their other person not last. But you, you just can't go wrong. So you got Billy Q. He's a plus 145 favorite, the squid. Locked the guy up in a body triangle. Tiago did not stand a chance. They almost stopped the fight due to occipital damage. They questioned, Ooh, like, that sounds bad. I don't even know what that means. They questioned <laughs> his eye, like, if if they would let the fight go on, if his eye was going to sink down in his face, like the Canelo fight. Whew. Like, it was brutal, but we had an absolute thriller of a card. Five and one, cashed out on everything, minus the fact that Nick had the finish of the night. But it's all good because we were tweeting out winners all night. So yeah, we I tr- love to see it. I trust Eli so much that he was so big on that Billy uh, Billy Q, right? Yeah, Billy Quarantillo. He was Billy so, Q. He was so big on him. I briefly looked at my phone, and if Eli, you know, had that much faith in him, I just blindly bet it, and the boys cash. So thank you, Eli, for that. Our our UFC guy always killing it. I mean, just an unbelievable night. Good shit, Eli. Appreciate that's, it. That's a fucking sick night, man. Yeah, it was, dude. It was that's cool to watch sick. it happen, man. Um, I know you guys were also in uh, full D-Gen mode for the Home Run Derby. 
right? We'll touch on that real quick. Bro, we were going crazy. Eli and I were like breaking down math on fucking who to bet per round and the favorites and who to keep sprinkling on. I know we both had Juan Soto to beat Shohei. I was all over that. I'm like, dude, Show's good, but like he's pitching pitch tomorrow. You know what I mean? And he's a right-handed thrower. And his pitcher and I, was not yeah, good. I can tell you this from being a pitcher that was in college, and when I we play wiffle ball together, I hit lefty. But when, when your right arm extends like that, like your scap back here will pinch together, and it will be sore the next day. Like there's a lot of recovery and stretches you need to do. I mean, you watch him; he was all over the place, and. I think if anyone had the worst first round matchup, it was him because Juan Soto hits fucking tanks and he sprays it everywhere. Like you saw him, he was getting those fastballs, like, you know, has his hitting coach, like, yo, I need the quick ones real quick, floating them fastballs mid away and he just popping them to fucking left, like boom, 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 quick line drives. And then when he wanted to show it off a little bit, would they go into like three swing offs? That was crazy. It was nonstop. Dude, so. What I did was I broke down, like, all my bets. So I picked a couple guys to win. Um, FanDuel had the odds boost for show to win at, at uh, 30, uh, plus 350. So I was like, okay, cool. That's better than that 225 on DraftKings. So I took that. I bet um, Soto at 9-1. to one. So I was hyped when he first won the first round because I bet him at 265, right, because I'm hedging out if show wins it all, whatever. Um then we had I had Alonzo who actually ended up winning it. I only bet ten bucks on him at five to one, so like I won fifty. But Eli and I were both riding Trey Mancini, dude. And I when want he him to could, win so bad. Dude, like first of all, the round that he had, his story, dude, is just dude, incredible. Right? Like I, yo, I saw that. I'm like the media's gonna eat this up. Like that was my thought process in betting it. And do you guys remember his pre tourney odds? Uh, or his uh, pre-derby odds? He was the biggest odd. He was like plus 1,500 or plus 1,200. Yeah, it was I one of the two. I, I found him pre-home run dirty, 35 to 1 on DraftKings. Re- 35 yeah. to 1? I put 10 bucks on him, dude. Oh, my God. And, he, and on FanDuel, I found like 29. So like there was a huge difference. That's why we always say shop around, right? Like look look at all the apps. Do we I live in Pennsylvania? Say, man, like we're Pennsylvania guys. But, yo, if you're in any of the legal states, New Jersey, like we all have... Fox bets, DraftKings, FanDuel, you know, the odds are not always the same. So, like, seriously, take the time to look because if, you know what I mean? Especially if you hit a big dog and you get a couple extra hundred dollars, like, off of a different book. Just for betting with someone different. Facts, yeah. No, I, I agree, Jared. So, I, I have a bunch of different apps and I have money spread across all apps because he's right. Like, you have to shop your odds, guys. Like, you really have to because if you hit someone, like, you're losing out on hundreds and hundreds of dollars if you don't get the best odds on him. And that really matters, man. Is there, like, a specific source to... Oh, there's a, there's a bunch show? of yeah. websites. Odds like, Tracker. Odds yeah, Tracker. Tracker. Yeah, look up Odds Tracker. Um, okay. Action Network d- does yeah. it on their website. I don't use that many apps, so I, yeah, I, I, I kind of like, like the ones they'll I like, like and I kind of sit yeah. and just work with that. But, yeah. yeah. Whatever bet okay. you want to do, they'll 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 uh, look at it, and you type it in, and they'll give you the best odds. Maybe um, yeah, one day when we have uh, enough to sit on, we'll make our own. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, there you That'd go. Another I Nikki Q would would relish that yeah. opportunity. Um, the so, last uh, uh, the last sports uh, thing I I really want to touch on. I mean, I know uh, the game six is tonight in the NBA, which you know I can go either way, but whatever. Uh, golf though, golf was kind of big this weekend. It, it was the Open. 
um, the Open Championship, which is really cool, I think, because it is, you know, the old, oldest golf tournament there is. And I think it's what, like the 149th running of it. Like, that's, that's pretty cool, the tradition and everything. Why I, did they change his name? What do you mean? Does anybody know that? Well, because they used to call it the British no, Open. The British right? Open, yeah. Now it's the Open. I think they just, I don't know why they did that. Because you're right, though. When I was younger, like, everyone called the British Open, and now it's just called the Open, but I, I have no clue. Are they still mad about 4th of July? <laughs> what? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. It is July. <laughs> I have no clue, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they might be. <laughs> Are they still? I don't know. Dude, that was great. That was great. But I had, unfortunately, I had fucking Jordan Spieth, and I do like uh, Morikawa a lot. I think Colin Morikawa is the, can be, the closest thing to Tiger we've seen in a long time, as long as his putter is rolling, because he does everything like his eye, like his strokes gained, like approach and his strokes gain, like everything else. Like his irons are just on point. Like my man throws darts on the green, dude. He's so good. If his putter is rolling, wait, what? he, so I saw this thing, um, for the PGA tour for strokes gained putting, he is tied for 124th. This past weekend, he was first in strokes game putting. He must have been practicing. That, I mean, that just shows you that if his putter's rolling, he's did good you, to go. Did you see, though, that he shot six over in his practice rounds the week prior to the tournament? Which is why, and you guys what, know For this. the Scottish Open? No, no, no. For, like, the, like on his practice rounds. Well, because he was Open. in the Scottish Open the yeah. week before. Like, apparently, he is not a good Dunes golf course player or links yeah you know like, yeah, yeah dooney golf course no trees like right tall grass dunes a lot of sand bunkers like well it, it's called links though links, i know what yeah. you mean <laughs> going out to the links dude. yeah going out to the links but it was so he is one of my favorite golfers to bet i bet him top 20 He's every major chill, all man. the time i was gonna say you're a big calling guy dude, you didn't first bet week i don't bet him and he wins but i'll tell you what speaking of jordan second place we did get a tweet from my boy Tremby from the Naz River Otters. Go Otters, baby Otterville. They attack in packs. Just know that. Go to Google. Learn it. They also have very large penises for the mammal population. Wow, Otters, It's a dude. fact, dude. Google. It's Yo, a great Jared, thing. Congrats, man. Thanks, dude. Penis. We, we love, the, we love cool. the team. That's cool. That's However, real cool. <laughs> Tremby did tweet, tweet at us that if you're not betting Jordan Spieth top 20, you're like, you know, <sighs> you with it. I don't know who you are, man, it. but I had Jordan Spieth too, dude. I feel your pain. Now, did you bet him? Did you only bet him to win? Outright. Yep. Yeah. See, that's. Only bet him to outright. I was telling Ralph this, and I'm going to tell this to you. If you're going to bet a guy to win, play him down the board. Okay. Because remember, the winning tickets, they're literally lottery tickets. Okay. So what was Spieth to win the tournament? I think he was 35 to 1, right? No, nah, I think it was a little less than that, man. All right. So let's say even say he's 25 to 1. So if I bet ten dollars on Spieth to win the whole tournament, he wins. I get two hundred and fifty by two hundred fifty bucks. Okay, I bet him top five. Maybe he's like five to one. I bet ten dollars on him to finish in in the top five. I win fifty more bucks. I bet him top ten. Maybe he's like plus two fifty. Ten bucks on him. I win twenty five. The top twenty. Eh, he's minus one ten. So I got to bet eleven dollars and I win ten. If you're if you like people to win, you're golf better. Pick your favorite golfers, man. Maybe maybe you, you like to watch Rom, you like to watch DJ, right? You like to w watch Brooks, you like the Brooks Bryson beef, whatever. Like you got your golfers you follow. 
And, you know, a lot of the good ones will place in the top 20 all the time. Bet them the whole way down and pick pick your five guys, whatever. Like, go into it with a budget and, right? Because, if yo, so, example, if you if I'm betting Colin, Spieth, Rom, Kepka, go look at the standings, and I bet them down the ticket, dude, I, I took the house, I picked it up, I put it on a trailer, and I drove off the freeway bet, with it. Betting is like... Like a stock market, dude. You just got to pay attention. Yeah, find like the value. It, it's constantly moving. It's constantly moving. Gotta find the value. So we're recording early this week, and this is the only reason I'm dropping this little nugget in. Right, the NBA. Uh, we did not. Uh, not much to talk about. We got the finals going. We got Game Six tonight. Just a little fact: Scott Foster, who is quite literally the arch nemesis of Chris Paul, who is 0-12 in games in the playoffs that Scott Foster officiates. We got game six tonight. Game six, boys. Chris Paul's never won a finals. He's also never won a game with Scott Foster. It's 3-2. But one thing I will leave you with is a winner, Alexander23, the absolute artist of the year, week, decade. I'm not really sure because I'm a little blurry right now. But the one thing that I can tell you is if you click any song in this man's catalog, it, it, I don't care what situation you're in. If Speechless. you're on a date, you're married. If you're out to drink with the boys, you're hammered. Like, you hit a bet, you win. It's period, the end. You win. It's What's that genre? It's, his genre is everything you like. That's his genre. I like that. Great guy. Uh, talked to him one time when I posted a cover. He hit me up. Awesome guy. Really cannot speak enough of him, but I'm just going to leave you with that because I would love nothing more than you to turn his podcast off and turn his music on. So you guys enjoy your week. Have a great week at work, and we will talk to you soon. And as always, crush a beer. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Lunch Beers Pod, baby. Mm. Skip. No, lock, no locks of the week this week. I'm no. too drunk. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> Sports is dying. <laughs> Football's coming. I swear I'm okay. <laughs> I do have to pee though. Was that okay? Was that too much?